You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition After Show. The music? Music? Oh. Okay, wait, wait. Is this the song you were talking about, G? Yeah, but I thought it started off, like, really, really creepy. Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> you know what? Let's just go ahead and get Epic started. Epic fail. Epic <laughs> fail. No, not entirely. A not little entirely. bit. Okay. Hey everyone, I'm Giselle Ugardi, and we are at AfterBuzz TV tonight with a brand new series. I'm with my lovely co-host over here. Hi guys, Jason J. Carter in the building. Hey, hey. And uh, brand new, but not entirely new. We're doing Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. We loved the feedback that we got from doing Dance Moms. Jason and I were together on that one. We have two new co-hosts that will be joining us as well. Surprise next week. Um, And also next week, it sounds like we're going to be having Richie Jackson on the show with us, so make sure that you tune in for that. And of course, before we get started, I want to let you know, live tweeting as always, at Giselle Ugardi. And unfortunately, it seems like Sir Richard Wentworth fibbed a little bit on that intro. The number to get us tonight is 424-256-1633. So if you want to join the conversation, feel free. And let's go ahead and get started. Um, This show actually started off last week. By the way, I just cut you off. We're also working on Rob and Anton. Who is my personal friend, I have to say. I have to throw it out there. Yes, you can clean up all the names I just dropped. Yes. (laughs) Clean up. Wait a minute. Did you say we can clean up all the names you just dropped? I love that. That's my new... I'm going to use that all the time now. Well... Genius, Philip. Genius. You know what? I decided just now, this is Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. We're just going to call this the Ultimate After Show. Why not? Phil, does that work for you? I'm that totally works with for me. It. Totally with it. And you know, it's getting pretty hot in here. I think we should get the AC on because we're just we're, too hot for too, this. Yes. <laughs> well, it's these lights. It's these beauty lights. They're kind of hot. But whatever. <laughs> Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. I'm changing the name to Abby's Ultimate Dance Experience. I yes. think it sounds so much better than we competition. We have been discussing yes. this. Yes. And I mean, it's it's unofficial, but here at After Buzz, we're making it official. So. All right. Well, um, let's let's talk about the first week start off with because this is the second episode tonight the name of the episode of the first season is called unleash the monsters but the first one you know last week it was a new experience for us yeah for sure what do we think about this new show i actually gee i love it i think it's great first of all let's talk about the the way it's shot it's it's definitely they put some money into this production because there's no bad editing there's no blunt shots it's it's there great aren't no there it's it's shot well Everyone's makeup is impeccable. The lighting is great. And the dancers are ridiculous. But we're in Los Angeles now. Of course they're going to be stellar. I mean, back in Pittsburgh, 
yeah, Abby may have been the big shark in the pond, but when you're in L.A. amongst professionals, and these kids are like fetuses, you know, six, Pretty seven, much. eight. I mean, but they're training with the best and they're dancing like adults. you got to bring your A game. It's time to come with it. Go hard or go home. Well, I have a couple things to say about that. Yes. Um, Naturally. <laughs> naturally. I mean, that is why we're here at AfterBuzz TV, right? For sure. So I will say I do love the show. I do love the talents on the show. I love that we have someone besides Abby to critique these kids um, because sometimes Abby is a little off her rocker in terms of her critiques, and she still is a little bit off her rocker every now and then. Um, But she also has guest choreographers. Normally, we never see the choreographers on Dance Mom. And I do want to say that this isn't necessarily supposed to be a spinoff. It's just supposed to be a familiar character with a brand new show. But... Are the, are the moms really necessary? I think they are. I think, well, because, okay, on Dance Moms, we're in a dance studio with the same moms every week from... Well, and it's called right, Dance, dance moms. moms. So now, we are, now we're in a competition setting on a grander scale. These moms... Okay, can we talk about how hot the moms are? What? Yeah, I'm sorry. These moms are smoking hot. They get the Carter Silver pr- approval. What? Um, let's talk about... Which moms are you referring to? Christy... Okay, she's hot. Hot. She's hot. That's about Maybe that. Uh, and then who's the one with the, the eyebrows that looks surprised? She's <laughs> not hot. No, not hot. But Aaron her. is... I mean, a- Aaron. I mean, God bless you, Aaron. She's going through a divorce. Oh, divorce. You know, I, I know that's really hard, and we're going to talk about that and probably bash you and your daughter, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> but, but really, truly, you know, my heart breaks for her. Yeah. And w- for her eyebrows, I really want to give her a make under. I mean, it's like she's, you know, they have that saying that people who have those type of eyebrows are constantly surprised. I mean, I think she's constantly horrified or I don't know what's going on. It's a sharp arch. Yeah. Sharp but, painted on arch. Okay. Let's talk about this format. Okay. Yeah. So um, we have a theme every week. Right. And the first week it was showbiz. This week it was um, Monsters. the Unleash the Monsters or specifically what was it called? Unleash the Monsters. Yeah, Unleash the that Monsters. Was, unleash, that was yeah. Unleash the Monsters. So, um, and then and then there's a preliminary competition. Mm-hmm. You compared this to America's Next Top Model I earlier. Think this this show is a hybrid melange, if you will, of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's Top Model, and, pro- and possibly I don't know. Well, it's a reality competition in, show, right? A lot of competition shows. There's like, phrases. Like there's phrases they say every week. There's you know the 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 head judge who. At the end of it all, no matter what her co-hosts or co-judges say, she has the final decision. The gauntlet comes down to her. Well, yeah, and I have some more to say about that as well. So we have a preliminary theme, a preliminary competition. The winner typically gets something having to do with the final competition. We have guest choreographers, as I mentioned before. Um, the moms are still making the costumes. Well, which that's, that's giving them some control <laughs> in a world filled with chaos. Not control. That's giving them places to... To butt in and... and Hate coexist, each other right. and coexist and fight one another and talk bad, badly about one Furthermore, another. Furthermore, G, the drama of the, the intensity and the vitriol and the viciousness of these women is par above, far above Dance Moms back in Pittsburgh. It's above and below because with the moms in Pittsburgh, they've known each other for years. So the way that they fight, it's more like the dysfunctional family. Whereas with these ones, sometimes they're trying to be a little PC because they just met. And then other times they're like, oh, that is my child. Right. Like, no way. No, thank you. I'm not going to deal with that. And then, of course, we've got the showcase every week. 
full costume, full makeup, full hair. Full set. I mean, full, full set. Full set, everything. Um, and by the way, the choreography of the competition is incredible. Incredible. I would love to see that on Abby's Dance Moms. And then there's an elimination in which Abby gives the departure today. It's not your day. Right. Again, a, a key <laughs> phrase. It's it's very it's they're trying to make this show I feel like um they're they're trying to brand this show. And like you said earlier, this show is not a spin-off. It's it's featuring Abby Miller of Dance Moms in a different in a whole new venue in a different facet, but it's really not. It's just, again, better lighting, better camera tricks, better lighting. There well, you go. and there's also a prize. This is what's really funny about the prize is that it's um a hundred thousand dollars um and a scholarship to the the Joffrey School. Fine print, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Very and for a split second. Fine print, because at the end, if you'll you'll notice, the Joffrey Ballet School in New York is not, not, not related to or affiliated with the Joffrey Ballet Company in Chicago. So in actuality, I've never heard of this place. Me neither. At all. And <laughs> which makes me wonder, was the scholarship that um, our dear Haley won in Dance Moms? Haley, is that right? Wait, am I making up names now? I think you got Hadley mixed up with somebody else. Um, Chloe. Chloe, there you go. Haley. What the hell, Haley? <laughs> was the scholarship that Chloe won on Dance Moms legit? Legit. Was it to the Joffrey Ballet in Chicago, or was it to this fantasized school in New York? Well. <laughs> Thank you. Great question, G. Great question. Okay, first of all, with the money that Lifetime has, why couldn't they offer a scholarship to the Edge Performing Arts Center in Los because Angeles? Because the Joffrey School is paying Lifetime. Gotcha. To yes, brand and that's also in fine print at the end. You may you, you can rewind me and catch me on this because I typed it down. I quoted it. They are either furnishing prizes and or paying a fee to Lifetime to have this endorsement. So at and the end of the day, price. it's about money. At the end of the day, it's about money. Um, also in fine print at the end, which I, I also loved to read, portions of this program not affecting the outcome of the competition have been edited slash recreated. Dot, dot, dot. Contestants are advised that the judges consider their own scores and the input from the producers and lifetime television in reaching their elimination decisions. Well, yeah, they have to. I mean, they, they have to because... This is an obvious factor of reality television. Right. But... You know, when you see something as outrageous as this and some of the fighting and the fights and the crying, you can't help but to wonder, okay, was this staged or was it not staged? Is it really reality? Eh, probably not. Here you go. I think still like to have fun with it. Don't get me wrong. It's almost more fun if it's scripted. But I, I, and I agree, G. But may, I think maybe the most real thing that's going on in this show is the actual dancing yes, choreography. Absolutely. And that's probably the only thing that's yes. real. Everything else has got to has to be staged Completely. or. Or um, set up for them. I, that, that's the <laughs> nice term you use in reality TV. Is, uh, we were, this was a setup. Yeah. They set this situation up. So, um, the, um, let's, l l okay, let's talk about the kids. Yeah. These kids are fierce. 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 And they're Completely. just as delusional as their parents. It's uh, bra brainwashing yeah. to a whole other level. I've never seen. It was uh, Actually, I thought I was brainwashed after watching the show. I thought I was a six-year-old dancing up there and my mom was some white girl from, from, from <laughs> Ohio. That's some imagination <laughs> you've <got>. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. But you know what, though? Because they are so young, it really is a testament of their parenting because when you have a parent that believes in their child more than that child believes in themselves, I mean, 
that's pretty good parenting. Yeah, sometimes it is a little dis, you know, a little disillusional, a little out there, a little <laughs> crazy, right. which we'll get to. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you see these parents, you know, sacrificing. They're all they're from all over the country, and they're coming just for their daughter to have a chance in front of Abby Lee Miller and in front of you know two incredibly um, renowned creative directors. That's that's pretty respectable, right there. Right. You know. Parents giving huge sacrifices. So, episode one, the theme was showbiz. The preliminary competition centered around technique. Elizabeth won that challenge, and as a result, she was given the opportunity to pick the theme of her team's um, genre of dance. She picked jazz, and guess what? She was in the bottom two. I liked Elizabeth at first. I still think she's an incredible dancer. But then, when she was at the bottom of two, had a moment to save her life, she pulled out the divorce card. Was she pulling out a card? Was she really stressed? Tell me what you think about this initial, you know, because episode two. She break down, meltdown. That card turns into a fan. It's, no, that card became Hurricane Katrina. Um, I, you know, these kids, they do whatever they have to do to stay in the game, you know. And and if that was her crutch, then more power to her. Maybe that's maybe she was. That was her reality that week. I mean, if it worked, it worked because she was back again this week. She was back again this week. So I mean, we <laughs> fake it till you make it. If that's your if that's your strategy and it's successful, then you can't hate on that. But remember, the producers have input right. <laughs> in the final decision. But in reality TV, they need was stories. Great. They need she, stories. Yeah, the dancing doesn't lie. She is a great dancer. Right. In the end, um, Brianna ended up winning the showcase. She didn't win anything special, but she just won the, the title of being able to say that she won. Good for her. Um, that was a total surprise to me because she did not stick out to me at all. Um, but let's move on to week two. Do you have anything else that you love from week one? I know we both loved Asia. Well, yeah, Asia's great. And Who doesn't love right, Asia? Well, I love Asia's mom. Um, and Asia's mom. Yeah, hot, hot, hot. No, I think week, week one was still trying to stomach and really wrap my head around this show because, again, we're used to seeing Abby on Dance Moms. And then plus with the judges, Robin Anton, and I think just in Los Angeles alone, there's so many more, I don't know, like other names. Robin Anton's great. Pussycat Doll, love her to death. I've interviewed her so many times. She's a great person. Um, Richie, of course, Lady Gaga. So, I, yeah, I guess it works. It's fine. I mean, they're definitely... Um, legends at what they do and and so yeah I honestly feel like they should be telling Abby what's up what do you think of like I didn't really think about this at first because for me I love Richie and I love Robin Mm -hmm. I'm a personal fan as a dancer and just you know as a fan of music sure but do you think they were necessarily the appropriate judges no. for these kids? Because I'm thinking back to the first episode. It feels like it was forever ago. And here's Robin doing these, like, um, bend and snap moves right. <laughs> for six-year-olds. Well, like, and pussycat dolls, six-year-olds. And, and the pussycat dolls, really, their choreography isn't really what's on stage with these girls are doing. These girls are actually better dancers than some of the pussycat dolls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, the pussycat dolls is a show. They, you know, everything they do is very girly, very sexy. So... If you're a pretty girl with a body, you don't have to work hard to be sexy. All you got to do is learn a couple <laughs> of things, and there you go. These girls are technically masterful. They, 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 and another thing about these girls, too, that I didn't see this week that I'm glad I didn't. And I, I didn't see a lot of – I saw Fierce. Remember with Dance Moms? We're all, remember, remember, remember with Dance Moms? We're always talking about there's no passion there. I need it. Yeah, M- yeah, yeah. Mechanical. Yeah. These Definitely. girls are, like, Boom. living. They're, what? Like, I – yeah. I, okay. You could have played Don't You, Phil. You could have played Don't You, the good Pussycat Doll song. Or Beep. 
Wait, like this is a bad one? It's got I soup. love this one. Yeah. See, they're pushing our button. Oh, wait, oh. oh. Jason's freestyling. Keep that Robin ass in. Just kidding. Wait, Giselle's doing it down the leg. If you can't view it, just can't Giselle, you can't Alright, alright, that's enough. You're that's from enough. Brentwood. That's they enough. don't do that in Brentwood. Um, but you're back to your question I'm about... Minnesota, actually. Minnesota? Originally. <laughs> Gee, back to your question about if they're the most appropriate judges. You know, again, it's all about names, and they yeah. needed they needed names. I agree. They needed names. So they could have got. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think. I, think I, it works. I mean, Richie is supposed to come into the studio. Hopefully, Robin will too. You know, R personally, R I'm very happy with. Yeah. No, <laughs> here's what I will say about Ro like, and you know, uh, compliment to Robin. Like when we did Dancing with the Stars, all the dancers from Dancing with the Stars were on our after show, and then after they were they went up to Robin Anthony like, oh my god. Can we exchange numbers, please? I, I, yeah. They want to work with her. Like she is a, they looked at her like royalty. Well, she is royalty. She and is. I, in I, that I, dance world, she is royalty. Robin's amazing. So created the Pussycat, Pussycat Dolls. dolls. Like, Robin's great. I'm, we're just talking about just the caliber. For the show. For the show, the caliber of dances. You know, like, the correlates. And it does. It works. Um, getting back to just the this week's show, one thing I did like was about the show from seeing is how they show the different choreographers setting the choreography on the girls. I think it's really cool because they had Bobby Newberry, yeah. Anthony Burrell, um, Ricky Palomino. Mino. All these really good choreographers that are that are amazing at what they do. They're not faking the funk. Bobby mm -hmm. Newberry and his style is so on point. I'm such a huge fan of him because he not only sticks to his style and he's and he lives through it because in LA it's all, dance is always changing. You know what's you know like a lot of the choreography we saw tonight was very what they're doing now in Los Angeles. Very just that whole I don't know like popping and rolling right. and Bobby stays so true to what he does and is like I don't you either you if you don't like it don't look at it and the and girls rocked it they rocked it. He's just amazing. He's brilliant. He's, he's easy on the eyes too. Well, let's talk about the first choreographer that we got to see. That was uh, Victor Rojas. Victor Rojas. And um, the theme of the preliminary competition was physical strength. And uh, the name of what I'm calling this segment is Be Ugly. <laughs> because that's what he told the girls. He said, don't be afraid to be ugly. Be ugly. Put yourself out there. It's not all the beautiful lyrical that we're used to seeing. The <gasps> reach, you know, and the smile, you know. They were supposed the to be ugly. They were supposed to be, you know, grimy and in there and grounded. And and um, and Abby came in there. I want to see your muscles flexing. <laughs> she asked Zach to flex his muscles. And it was just the saddest little puny little boy of a thing. Comical. Poor guy. Comical. Um, Jordan ends up winning. What do we think of Jordan? I think she's good. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's I don't think there's a honestly a weak link in the bunch. I think they're all okay. No, I take that back. Elizabeth, we'll touch on you in just a second. Um, I think Jordan's great. Her weak link though is not her physical strength. It's right. her emotional it's strength. Right. She's not all. Which Prozac, we'll Zoloft. You're over thirteen. You She's can take thirteen. It. Um, it's for twelve and up. <laughs> She's approved. Um. The views expressed here. So Jordan wins a solo and she runs to mommy when it comes to picking out who she's. Oh, okay. Backtrack. Backtrack for a second. Mm -hmm. So Jordan wins the preliminary competition. As a result, she wins a solo. Mm -hmm. And twist, she also gets to pick another person who gets a solo. She runs to mom asking advice as to who she should pick. Again, Another reason why I just don't understand where the moms are involved. Why are the moms? Now, this isn't even dance moms where the moms are up high in a different room. They're in the exact same room. On They're the there to clean the dances. They're there on the stage. Like it's just it's too much too for involved, me. Too involved. Too involved. But um, 
she asks her mom, who am I supposed to pick? Her mom says, don't pick a friend. Pick someone who you can outshine. Hey, I, I that's a great tactic. It is a great tactic. But she picks Zach. The boy. The boy. Can we can we can we sidebar and parking lot the boy real quick? Again, in in the da- in the dance world, men or boys get what do you call them, Giselle? Penis points. It's so dirty, and <laughs> and I just I don't know. Dirty. I don't think that's right because I think that just because I mean Zach obviously is good. I'm mean, from what I saw. Incredible. He's incredible. His technique is great. His extension is amazing. Um, but everyone's just so happy about the boys, and I think that the so boys to clarify, guys can't dance. Therefore, if they're dancers, they get. Well, Extra. No. No, well, no, no, no. What does that mean? Actually, that that they want they want to to support male dancers, which the underlying tone I think Phil is just that men don't normally dance, so they're a rarity. And in, in, in Los Angeles, they're not a rarity, but in culture across the country, guy men that dance or boys that dance that are good, they're diamonds. So that's right. why they're 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 nurtured and fostered. Well, and also penis points is a term that we used a lot during dance moms <laughs> because we discussed the competition and it's not to say that guys are bad dancers by any means, but another thing to add to what you were saying is that when guys are very young and the way that their bodies develop, they can be a little awkward. And also the whole idea of dancing, they're not used to moving their bodies in a certain way. They're having to step out of their comfort zone. And like you said, into a culture that's not necessarily fostered for boys. Right. You know, they're expected to do sports and contact stuff and football and all that things. masculine stuff, which I mean... You're surrounded by half-naked girls all the time. That sounds pretty cool to me, but um, but exactly. So sometimes it is argued that judges will actually give boys, younger boys in competition, a little a little leeway, a little extra room Curve, for error, right. just because they want to be able to be encouraging to guys in the art of dance. But Phil, you're more than you're more than happy to feel the way you want to feel about the situation. I, I think will, I will feel. <laughs> we, uh, my only thing. This, create a better term unless it's like a professionally used term like hey should we get that guy penis points I, yeah. <laughs> like can we come up with something better i say boy points but penis points just sounds like something it's just a nice alliteration uh, there you go use like the p- p- well regardless we're not gonna have to use that term anyway because he was selected for this elite group of dancers he's not just a boy in competition he's been already picked out as the top so don't worry phil <laughs> it's all good <laughs> Okay, well, one thing that was ugly besides the girls on the dance floor was some of the behavior going on with the moms. backstage, especially with the moms. And the first thing that we saw that I particularly noticed was we see a bad side of Christy's mom, who is so hot. Yes. As you said. Christy, I mean, And slamming. she starts... All of a sudden, like, the hoop earrings turn into these, like, chola earrings. She starts pointing the fingers at Yvette and accusing her of giving her weird looks. Who does that? Them. Obviously. <laughs> but, you know, okay, and then uh, let's talk about this whole scenario as if they were, that if that was not reality or if it was staged, like, that actually did happen. I, that's, that's, have you, Giselle, have you, have you been to a dance competition like that where the parents, where it's intense, like the intensity backstage is full out? No. Oh my gosh. I've been to so many. And it's, I've been in so many competitions, but I just, I feel like I'm always surrounded by people that are either professionals or if they're not going to suck it up, they need to go into the other room. That's just how I've been taught is that if you have to cry, wait until the end of the lesson. And if you still need to cry at the end of the lesson and you haven't moved on yet, go outside, go to the bathroom. Don't let anybody see that. You know, the ones that end up crying aren't the ones that end up making it. Yeah. 
<laughs> and in terms of moms, the the moms who are super duper involved, they're asked to leave. <laughs> yeah. Right, but you know, again, we're here and we're not in a. This show is not in a dance school setting, though. It's a competition, right. and the stakes are high. We're on a professional level now. All it doesn't matter, like. Dance moms, okay, they're going to these regional dance competitions. We're going to Hollywood to compete at this small convention. This is professional choreographers, professional judges, mm-hmm. in a whole new setting. So, of course, they're, it's an excuse to act that way because I suppose. there's so much at stake. There's $100,000 to a, we want to say, bona fide real school that is that their child could win, you know? Do you think that they're doing it because they want more camera time? I mean, you know, probably. If I was on a reality show of that nature, you most definitely for sure will know that I will be that guy that will be make sure, that will be all, all out the box. But you you wouldn't be afraid of getting a bad reputation as a result of that? You know what? A lot of people... Well, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, you watch the stuff back and you're a little, mm, like, why to act the way? But at the end of the day, though, if your job, if your, your ultimate goal is to make a name for yourself and to... They always say, some press is better than no press. Bad press is better than no press. I've worked with... Okay. I've worked with a couple of different people on I will, show. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. You know, and they, and they, they have come across as the most douchebaggy, cocky, arrogant people, but now they have awesome careers because they've learned how to parlay that into something else. Mm-hmm. So, And people do get that it's an act, you know, that that's not really that person or that something's going on. Look at um, I Love New York, Tiffany Pollard. Uh, let's give another example. Okay. Um, <laughs> Eva Marcille, America's Next Top Model. There you go. I mean, these people, when you meet them and you finally see them in real life, you're like, oh, okay, you're not loopy. And then, or when you see them in a different um, environment, a different show, and they're acting different, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Okay, I get you it know? now. So, I mean, they signed on for this. They know what it's about. And they've seen Dance Moms prior, too. So, guaranteed, they're in it for the money and they want the screen time. What about um, Jordan's mom, Kelly, the blonde one? Who she's helping Jordan on her solo, and she's like, "Respect me, like you respect your I teacher." Ro- yeah. She's got these like crazy side ponies going on. She has this like bird stare. The kid, I I almost saw. You seen the movie Carrie, where the mom Carrie was like the telekinetic girl that got the blood <laughs> on her, and the mom was the really weird religious yes. chick. I felt when that poor girl is Carrie. She's probably got some mutant power that she's going to unleash on everyone because her mom is so abusive. And the things she was saying says, "Oh, I thought you were comparing the mom to Carrie." I'm not comparing the whole situation to Carrie, the daughter and the mom. Oh, I love the daughter. No, I know. The daughter was a beautiful, beautiful girl. So fun to watch. Great dancer. Her solo was the nightmares, the dream. And it was just, and she was, I thought she was great. But the mom was so brutal to this little girl and she's seven years old. And I understand bestow the eye of the tiger in these children have a healthy competitive nature and a healthy competitive attitude with these children. But the things she was saying to her and the tone she was saying them with, with that stare that you hit right on the money was tragic, disgusting, and atrocious. And also, I think it's, you know, I agree with you. There's a very fine line. You know, you want your children to be the best. You want them to, you know, do their best, overachieve, impress the judges. But I also noticed with Jordan, there's a little bit of a robotic nature to her. Is that she she is very delicate. She's gorgeous for being as young as she is. Breathtaking. Breathtaking has a lot of potential. But when she does talk, she's saying words but it doesn't necessarily sound like she's thinking things through. Maybe because her mom has That's probably scared the life out of her. And she, you know, a lot of, when you go interviewing di- um, kid dancers on a red carpet, they have a talk track. Yeah. You know, I inter- I was doing an award show a couple weeks ago and there was kid dancers there and they said the same thing from every media outlet. 
they were like monkeys. Yeah. Dance, you dance. Okay, I'll dance. Hi, my name is So So, and I'm a dancer. We got that. That's yeah. how these kids are. They're they've been not brainwashed, but they're rehearsed. They're polished. They've been told this is what you do, and it's how you're gonna do it. Well, exactly. Jump how high? Right. And even when she got off the stage, which you know we'll talk about the competition later, but when she got off the stage. She tried to blame her mom, like, well, mom, you didn't tell me to look all the way under the bed. Right. Well. <laughs> but, that, again, <laughs> Darling. I know, but you can't be mad at the kid for that because that was, they're so used to the parents telling them what to do that they don't have a mind of their own. And she's six or seven or preteen. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. But the mom, and I, w- I would be so embarrassed for that mom. Okay, it's one thing to scream and yell and to, you know, point your, your, your manicured finger and your weave and your hoops and everything with the other parents but to do that to your child that's giving the viewers a clear indication of what kind of parent you are yeah and your job as a parent is to make sure your child is loved happy and safe and grows up to be an outstanding citizen and yeah. by and i don't think these parents are showcasing that they're they have the ability to do that and we saw a little bit of that last week um i want to say it was with tua and now i'm wishing that i had uh my computer in front of me but um Abby made a critique on stage during the competition round, and all of a sudden, this mom says, okay, honey, like, be ready to go home, be ready to go home. They haven't made the elimination decision yet. This girl doesn't even end up getting voted off, but her daughter is crying and freaking out because her mom's already mentally prepared her, quote, to go home, even though she's not. Like, Where's the mindset in that? It's and I, I I honestly feel Giselle that a lot of these moms are putting their own insecurities and their own issues and personality flaws onto their children. Right? She this girl she stays, but her mom's like, you know, it's it's done, it's over. Even before she's even danced, you know, yeah. and that's that's so sad. That, yeah. It's like what kind of confidence do you have in your child to do that? Yeah. You know, it's easier said than done. I know that, and I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. No. But I have dogs, and <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have dogs. And they don't ever feel that bad. Well, one mom that I do particularly enjoy, and I'm scared that we're going to see more conniving sides of her. But rather than being ugly, she kept on smiling. I'm talking about Yvette. Yvette and Hadley were my favorites. Oh, that this episode. Ha- Something about them I just love. It's They're confident, but I think they have the right to be. Um, Yvette is a dance teacher. She has done a great job cleaning. She's done a great job putting the girls together. And she has kept a good head on her shoulders. She's assertive. And I think that drives the moms crazy. In fact, we know that for a fact because Christy called her out. I can't read you. You're always smiling. You're always giving orders. But she's giving orders that aren't just her being bossy and, you know, bitchy. They're for the the good of the group. And, of course, she has her daughter's interest first and foremost – and then Hadley, yeah, okay, she's talking smack a little bit on Elizabeth, but she's the one who says, we're here to dance. Yeah. Keep your personal life out of it. And <laughs> now that. we get to talk about my favorite issue of the episode, which is Elizabeth. <laughs> this is a, a, a top Twitter topic in terms of the Ultimate Dance Competition experience yeah. last night. Um, if, you, you know, if you did a hashtag, there were so many people that were like, Elizabeth, grab a Kleenex. Stop talking. Shut up. Stop yeah. crying. Stop <laughs> crying. So Elizabeth, again, pulls the divorce card. Mm. Do you think it's her that's really emotionally upset about it? Or is it her mom reminding her over and over and over again, I'm getting a divorce. Today is my anniversary. You should I, be sad. It may be um, a mixture of both. But I'm um, going back to Hadley and the, and the mom. I like them, too. Because Hadley's all of, what, 10? 
11 and 12 she, maybe and this the the intensity and the matter of factness she spews that that phrase get over it I mean, we're not here to talk about our life's issues. It was just like, yeah. oh, okay, Oprah. <laughs> okay, I the loved view. her. Happy, yeah. I love you. Like, and she's please great. come in after Buzz TV. And again, you know, I, I think the reason why they are navigating so well through this whole sea of drama is because they have blinders on, but they're aware of their surroundings. And they, again, they're, they, they know they're good. People who know that they're good at something don't have to always let people know. Right. They they own they own their reality, they own their autonomy and they just go about their business and do what they have to do. Yeah. And I'm sure but that probably took a lot of preparation and a lot of practice to do that because when you're a lot of around a, around a lot of intense people, dancing is a very um emotional thing. It's I dancing's a sport first and foremost. Dancers are very athletic. So and and dancers are artistic and it's it's ego being put on stage. It's your your innermost fragile things being put on stage. So you have to learn to cultivate this thick skin but also know how to um, let it go on the dance it, floor. Exactly and and be around people who are constantly attacking you. You know, you have to learn it's just it's just, it's this game that's really weird. But yeah, I definitely think that those two are going to go far in the competition. As far as Elizabeth goes, I honestly think that she is a little upset about her parents being divorced. I come from a divorced family it sucks you know but just the level of her you know my weave and they were just picking on me and my mom's gonna get the board it was just everything was every just little coming thing coming to a head and the way that she carries herself to me shows that she's very immature and i understand i don't understand but i can only imagine what that heartbreak would be like but just the way that she talks even she's just so like the baby talk at 13 years old yeah. in a professional setting. And here's what she said. She said, she's being really mean to me and my mom. I really didn't need anything else to go wrong today. I know I'm pretty, <laughs> but like, I'm not cocky about it. I'm just humble and people are jealous of that. And they just sometimes wish they could be me. Sometimes it's really hard to be me. Like now, today was the worst day of my life. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, and my gosh and oh. she would just cry and run off i'm sorry elizabeth but unless you like i don't want to say grow a pair that's not familiar elizabeth you need to grow up you were an incredible dancer incredible an incredible body an incredible look extensions or not she's beautiful if she doesn't learn how to handle herself as a professional she's not going to go anywhere right she will make her high school cheerleading squad or dance squad that's it yeah. You know, if she can't hold herself together, it's not going to happen. If she can't work with people professionally who she doesn't enjoy working with, it's not going to work. That's why, you know, and again, that I I talk to people a lot in the industry about, you know, how should you act professionally? Because it, it's a struggle. You want to be open. You want to be more emotionally present with certain things because we're emotional beings. You know, right. we have feelings, the bottom line. And it's really hard to to find a balance between letting it go or, be, or being professional. Well, Jason, I hate working with you. I mean, I can't stand you either, but, I mean, we have a job to do, you know? <laughs> Quit being ugly. Oh. <laughs> Keep smiling. Keep smiling, Giselle. Don't um, go for the look. Elizabeth is a victim of her mom's drama and her yeah. mom's being, and her mom being that, oh, my God, I'm getting, you know, this being, spewing her personal business. Therapy. You guys have money. Therapy. Go hard or go home. When it comes down to the wire... Leave it at the door. Leave it on the dance floor. Yeah. That's when the you are better than everybody else pep talks just go a little over the top. You yeah. know, 
teach your child to accept some responsibility. Teach right. your child that it's okay to feel a certain way, but there's just a time and a place. Or, yeah, or you said go in the bathroom, let it out. Let it out. Let it out on the dance floor. Don't let it ruin your makeup. You know, <laughs> don't do it in front of your teacher. Yeah. And also, you can see that the moms and the kids are feeding off of that weakness. Right. They love it. They're, they're, they're crabs Every in a barrel. Every single minute. Never let them see you sweat. Never let them see. Elizabeth, if you're listening, never let them see you sweat. And the kids love that because they, it gives them something else to, it, it's like, we won. We got to her. We got her. Yeah, and plus, when you're emotional, it takes you off your game. But let me just say, this whole little crying fit started off from um, Yvette saying something about her hair extensions, and it wasn't even that bad. They all, all they were talking about was how are they going to make their kids look, you know, monstrous or ugly. So she's saying, cut her hair. Like someone said, cut her hair, and she goes, the real hair or the fake hair, and then she burst out crying. <laughs> it's fake. You paid for it. It's not your own. I mean. <laughs> You gotta She's leave. saying your hair is pretty. So they're trying to figure out how to make your hair not pretty. So cut it. Yeah. Elizabeth, keeping it moving. Elizabeth, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't right Move now. it Good on. Luck. Good luck, Elizabeth. And Good she's luck. not the only crier either. No. We had a couple other ones that ran off stage. Oh, Even uh, poor little Asia. Yeah, we had more than a couple. I think well, we let's a, move on to competition. Let's talk about the competition. competition. I thought, okay, again, well, as we said at the beginning of the show, I think the choreography is stellar. Finally, we're getting some fierce, powerful... We're getting to see what these girls are made of because these are professional. Diversity. Diversity. Um, I really loved the um, Bobby Newberry's choreography. I loved the... I wrote all this stuff down because it was just so much my mind was blowing. Anthony Burrell. Um, well, the, the, hip, the hip-hop with Madison, um, Maxine, and Tua. I mean, sorry, Maxine and Tua was really good. It was great. That was... They were giving you that whole L.A. vibe, you know. It, it was, was hot. It was hot. It, it was. It, it was like alien, supersonic, right. Something. And it wasn't fake. It was. They were go. They were. Go, but they had professional choreographers. They were right. going to town. Um, Abby, you know, said everything was great, but one of you sucked. And she was talking about Tua. And poor Tua. And is that fair to have the little ones in the same competition as these older ones? Well, I, mm, yeah. And, and to compare them, not as execution levels, but any even like technique levels and skill levels. Well, yeah, I I think I mean, I being okay as a host, you're not going to get out there. You're not going to go and train with beginners if you want to be amazing. You got to get in there with the big dogs. That's how you learn the fastest. That's how you you find out what you're made of. That's how you perform at your at the top. They know that coming in. It's a competition. True. But at the same time, I also know that with castings, they're going to give an age demographic. Hey, we want 18 to 30 or we want 30 to 60. You know, like th- there's definitely like a little a little bit of a difference in category. And even when we see, say, uh, little Mackenzie dancing with someone like Brooke on Dance Moms, you know, Mackenzie's not doing the same things that, that Brooke's necessarily doing. And Asia is six years old. Elizabeth is 13. Yeah. We're not comparing like 18 and above when, you know, you're kind of at an adult level and you're kind of all in the same playing field. This is like very, very different. Yeah. Well, fresh out of the womb and like on our way to womanhood. Yeah. But then that's just, that just goes to show how impressive these fresh out the womb yeah, are. Yeah. Age is amazing. Because they, they, they hold their, they hold, they hold their own. Uh, moving on to, can we, can we talk about the host? <laughs> Very quickly, because we only have 10 minutes left. Yeah. Um, I like him. I think he's good. I get a, I get a sense of cattiness from him. 
A little bit. A little, little kind of catty, kind of like bit. West Hollywood. He definitely significantly improved between episode one and episode two. <laughs> he take class with, because, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But he just, he gives me kind of like, I'm a diva and I'm the host and you guys are all going home, you know? Well, maybe that's maybe that's why they cast him. They should have cast me. Maybe we'll have him come into the show. We'll see. Um, let's talk about the, the Ricky, the Ricky Marino one. Jordan. Um, Biz- Van- the vampires out of the box. Yeah. Second trio. Right out of the box, Abby goes, oh, yeah. She loved it. And she and it was fierce, though. It was definitely good. And, and it, it wasn't... Again, these people are dancing at such a different level. And the choreography is so innovative and, cre- and creative that it's all good. You know, it, it's, it's all mind-blowing. And I, I don't, my only thing is that I don't want to get bored towards the end of the competition. Because oh, there's only so much you can choreograph. Yeah. You know, and how many guest choreographers are they going to bring in? Jordan, I got a little bored. It was a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah. It was very short, and I didn't like the fact that she got Editing. back. Got she got back in the bed. Yeah. After she got out of the bed. I also didn't like the fact that she's supposed to be scared and started smiling. Like the emotional connection was definitely not there. Yeah. She Abby's like, oh, what are you afraid of? She's like, I'm scared of like spiders and stuff that are like hiding under the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, really. <laughs> the jazz funk with Elizabeth Asian Hadley. That that was def- Hadley definitely sticks out. I love Hadley. I don't know why she didn't win this round. I was gunning for her to win. That's okay. You know she's. I feel like she she's will. gonna be a staple yeah. this season. And then we had the solo from the boy from the boy with the boy points. Yeah, but it was legitimately like amazing. Right and amazing. And I have to say really quickly, I didn't like how here's Abby saying, um, "Asia, you were sickled and straddle." Hold on a second. This was not like a jeté in the air right. where she was sickled. On the floor. She was doing straddle splits on the floor. How are you not going to have your feet turned in to get into straddle? That doesn't make sense to me. It's not sickled. That's just part of the well, part well, of the move. Yeah. Well, I feel like they give Abby things to say. I guess. And have we ever seen Abby dance before? Maybe her foot Do would be sickled. Do we want to see Abby dance before? Maybe Abby would have a sickled foot. <laughs> Maybe Abby's foot would be... Or maybe be... her turnout would be horrible. Maybe. But she's not there. She's not in the competition. She's part of the experience. What? So let's talk about the elimination now. So the bottom two, Jordan and Kylie J. And what was funny about... And they even said in the show about um, Jordan's that she picked, she, she picked her fate. She picked her fate. This is the second week now where <laughs> the preliminary solo winner is in the bottom two. There's... there's a lot of pressure that goes into winning the preliminary round. There's, I don't know, it's fierce. But I, I, I girls I, can't handle the pressure. They can't. And I, I love how the parents said, "Oh well, you know, she, she, she had her own. She went home on her own. She picked a boy. She like, dug her own she grave. Did, she dug her own grave. And I didn't think Kaylee J was that bad. I didn't think she was either. Who would you? Who do you think you would have picked to go home? Elizabeth. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. This just on the hair extensions alone. Sorry about it. From well, not based on the hair extensions. I didn't even realize she had hair extensions until they mentioned it. From a producer standpoint, Elizabeth would be someone that I'd want to send home right away. But she'd also be someone that I'd want to keep. Keep because she's a great, great story. You got to have the villain. You got to have the 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 person we love to hate, and it yeah. would be her. It would be her. The person who you like have that really guilty pleasure and kind of want to see her cry. But Kaylee J and Jordan going home. You know, sorry about it. I do. I don't like the phrase that that Abby's using though. You know, today is not your day. 
Yeah. And then she tried. She said something about Jordan's dream. What, what was the, the phrase she said about jo- Jordan's dream? Your dr- oh, that it would give her a nightmare. Ugh, so bad. It was called nightmare would give her bad dreams. Yeah. Let's move on to some news and gossip quickly, shall we? And sh- some we pre- shall. And we'll we mix shall. it with predictions as well, okay. I think. After Buzz TV News. Next week, who's going to be in studio, Giselle? Next week, we are going to have the Judge Richie in the studio, as well as our two other hosts who are missing from tonight. We're going to have Tony Moore and Chris Cangero, the ever-so-handsome professionals. I love them. Full studio next week. I'm very, very excited. If we're lucky, this will not be the only time that we see Richie at After Buzz. We'll hopefully get some behind-the-scenes and on-location action with him. He also has an app coming out, which I'm really excited to hear about. Also, Abby has been holding auditions for the Abby Lee Dance Company. So even though this isn't Dance Moms, we are the hosts of Dance Moms. We can plug a little bit of Dance Moms news and gossip. I think we're going to see some new cast members Nice on Dance Moms next season. I wonder who's not going to come back. Um, I would love to see Kaya and Nakaya back. I don't. <laughs> Kelly would maybe not come back, but I think if anything, they're just going to make the company grow. For sure. Most it's girls can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Phil? Say it again. What? What? Most girls can't handle it. <laughs> funny guy. Funny, funny, funny guy. Moving on. Um, no, I was just snapping. <laughs> Three snaps and a rebound. I'm not good at the snapping thing. I need to just stop at snapping. <laughs> can't snap. Your snapping was Most a bad girls girl. can't handle it. <laughs> I could That's probably teach Jason. you a few things. Yeah, um, no, the only news I have is that people are loving the show. I had a talk with one of the producers last night at a premiere, and they're everyone's into it. They're definitely saying that the competition element of it is on a whole gra- on a whole new scale. It's grander. It's better. The um, the public is receiving the show, so I'm sure we're going to see probably another season of this after it wraps. Oh, maybe we'll have to ask Richie about that next week. Yes, 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 yes. All right, next week on the show, I really want to see Asia win. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I want to see Hadley win something. I want to see Asia win something. I think. I, I think we should try to get Eva on the show. That'd be cool. And I would also like to see, as far as the dancing goes, more, more. I guess we saw a lot of professional dancing tonight. I want to see something that some moving. I mean, lyrical is great and stuff. But I think for this competition show, I think they should move move away from the whole lyrical side and give us some jazz funk, some hip hop, and go really street because these people are technically. We've tra- had a little bit though. A little bit, a little bit on all these dance shows, especially like so you think you can dance and whatnot. We always see the more contemporary, the reach and grab, the whole emo. You know, <laughs> you know. I want to see powerful yeah. full out. So I'm I'm hoping that I'm I'm predicting we'll see more of that with the guest choreographers they bring in. And tomorrow I'm predicting we'll see a lot more. Um, celebrity guest choreographers as well. What do you think the uh, preliminary theme is going to be? I'm not sure. Well, they did monsters. Maybe they'll well, no, a- they had technique and then they had physical strength. Maybe they'll do emotional. Maybe emotional yoga. Yoga. <laughs> Flexibility. Flexibility. There you go. Yoga. Acrobatics. Pil- Pilates. <laughs> like, wait, what? I know. It's late. Oh, man. Okay, Jason, tell everyone where they can find you. Hey, guys. I'm Jason J. Carter. You can find me on Twitter at JJC Forever or on Facebook at the Jason J. Carter fan page. And I'm Giselle Yagardi. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode of Abby's Ultimate. Next week is really going to be the grand kickoff of this after show, so make sure you tune in. Get caught up. We're on episode three, and uh, catch me at Giselle Yagardi on Twitter. See you next time. Bye, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later. That was lame. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.